That was not, none of that was a recording? No. Oh, I thought it was. Sorry. That was fun. Sorry we missed last week. Tynan was moving. <laughs> yeah, I was moving. I thought I could do it all. I was, <laughs> I moved on Friday. I told myself that I can move in, come do this Saturday, edit Sunday. But the move took a really fucking long It always long time. takes longer than you think it will. When I moved out of my last place, they had me out of that bitch in 45 yeah. minutes. They were like, we scheduled you to this time frame and but we're going to stick to it. I also had given away all my furniture, so there was like nothing to move. Oh. But this time I actually owned yeah. things. It took forever. And I can't complain. It took forever because they were very thorough and detail oriented. Mm-hmm. When you live in an all white velvet apartment with 500 bottles of perfume, they need to be. Did so. they like say anything? They was like, gee, you have they, a lot of voice. They were like, so what's fragile? And I was like, funny you should ask. <laughs> I had 20 moving bins and I was like, so they're all fragile. Wow. (laughs) But no, they were very good. But yeah, I was finally done and back in my apartment in Greenpoint at 8.30 p.m. And I was like... Wait, when did you start? They came at 1. They came at 1.30. They were done by 6.30, but I had to go back to Manhattan and like Swiffer and drop off my keys. Right, right, right. So... That te- sounds about right. I texted yeah. Sable at nine and I was like, can we not do it tomorrow? And she's <laughs> like, yeah, you moved. We, we weren't yeah. going to. Yeah. And I was like, oh. I assumed we were not Little going did I know. <laughs> anyway, I'm a Brooklyn girl. She's a Brooklyn girl. Finally. Now we're neighbors. It comes for us all. <laughs> the rent hike increase comes for us all. God. Although I've actually never lived in Manhattan. Hmm. I don't know why. I like immediately was just like, I think I'm not that girl. Yeah. I don't know. I like when the buildings are not that tall. Fair. <laughs> It, it's a different vibe over here. It's a very different vibe. Um, it's definitely giving that. Especially Greenpoint. Yeah. I guess I have to have a baby now. Yeah. I'm like moved in, which yeah. is great. The week has been really bananas with work and just like unpacking and things. And I'm like, yeah. Have I you had to commute to your office? Yeah. Yeah. All week. How was it? Except today that miraculously let us work from home today in yeah. the smog. Uh, it was fine. It's actually yeah. a really extremely quick as commutes go door to door. Oh, because you're, pro- you're probably... You take, what, the G to the 7? That's mm-hmm. so easy. Yeah, and it's it dumps great. me off, like, at the front door of yeah. my office, and the train's a block away from my place. It's great. Cool. I haven't made. Also, New York is covered in smog. Dude, it's bad. Slay. We're, like, breaking out our old KN95s again. Yeah, it's, like, like stomping around in a mask outdoors. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, this is too familiar. It smells like barbecue. It does. Like, yesterday, it almost kind of smelled like summer in the sense that you're walking past the park or at the beach, and there's just the wafting barbecue smell, yeah. the grill smell. Yeah. Except I'm like, but it's deadly. <laughs> On Tuesday, we were in the office, and that's when it got bad. And I mm-hmm. left at 6 and stepped out into it, and I was like, oh, it smells like fire. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. And then Wednesday, it got extremely kooky. Yeah. That was the day where it looked... Actually, I think Tuesday and Wednesday, both it looked apocalyptically, like, sepia-toned. Very. Although some of those photos I've been seeing from the New York Times, like, the bright orange ones, I'm like, okay, it didn't look like that. It was, like, orange tint and yellow, but I'm like... It wasn't that saturated. It wasn't, like, tangerine. The the entire Instagram feed is just, like, a sky. And I'm like, we know. Stop showing me brown. (laughs) I also left my windows open that first day. <gasps> no. Shout out. Oh, no. Actually, maybe the second. Oh, no. It was the second day. I left oh, my windows no. open on the work site. Just cracked, though. Still. Yeah, it's not not good. I mean, not saying it's, you know, sensationalism because it's actually happening. But everyone's like, shut your windows and seal them and tape them. And part of me is like, I don't like that either. <laughs> yeah, right. I have two air purifiers going because I have asthma, so I already had the right resources and tools to deal with this. It's so funny. I was actually thinking about your asthma and sinuses as this was happening. I was like, I know she's suffering. This ain't good for business. (laughs) Yeah. Walking around in a KN95 and a bucket hat on because I was like, don't get in my hair. I forget how peaceful it is to not be perceived. I mean, like, you can't see my face. Right. I kind of miss it. That first day, I would have gone straight home, but we went to this cocktail party at the MoMA. 
oh, that Muna performed at. And so I was like... Was that a private party? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got invited. So like we didn't pay, obviously. But... um, Wait, who was hosting it? uh, The... (laughs) All I saw on the invite was Muna. And I said, RSVP, bitch. Yeah. I believe it was MoMA itself. It was like a fundraiser. That's so crazy. They just knew. They're like, this guy loves Muna. I know. They're like, get him here. So, but it it was the first day of the smoke. And by the evening, it was like, oh, this is dense. Mm -hmm. But had it been the next night, it Mm -hmm. would have been canceled for sure. Because it was that bad. But anyway, we live to tell. We live to tell the tale. It makes me wonder if all of those skincare anti-pollution lines actually do anything. Yeah. And then I Googled, does anti-pollution skincare actually work? (laughs) It's just antioxidants and no. And surprisingly, they were like, yes. But I didn't actually read further because I was like, I don't believe you. It's just like an active level of vitamin E, I think. That's all it ever is. At a certain point, I'm like, if it's very occlusive, it probably would work. Just as a physical barrier, but I don't know. Well, and then I'm sure you did as well. Started getting all of these pitches. Mm -hmm. Like how to protect your skin from the smog. I'm like, this feels dirty. Yeah, it feels very Can we go back to the Barbie pitches, please? God. I think they know that a lot of websites are going to be writing shit like that. That's true. Even though I'm like, will they? Because it's such a New York City-centric thing right Someone now. That has. I think Birdie did. Yeah. But Birdie's skincare content is good because it's all vetted by yeah, actual derms. They do heavily research stuff. Which is great. I always think of really interesting pitches of things that I would want to read, but I don't want to do the legwork for. So I like tell it to other writers I know. And I'm like, here's a cool idea in case you want to. I don't care what happens to it, but I just don't want to do it. You should write it. It would require so much research that it's, I don't want to do. It's only going to be good coming from you. There are also drier topics. Like, for instance, one of them was like, how do you actually read a clinical study oh. or trial? Because a lot of the beauty ones, the brand funded it. The and they don't tell you that. Right. So it's very sneaky. Yeah. And I'm like, this would be really interesting because people just see those statistics and they're like, oh, okay, it's clinically studied. And they don't know that the trial test groups were very small or something. Or a lot of times, and I know that's because it's been brands that I've worked for. Mm-hmm. It's just like 30 people and they're all employees, family and yeah. friends. It's like, that wasn't a clinical study, sweetheart. That was just us running the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So I was like, this would be really interesting. But then I'm like, I don't want to have to do the research to talk (laughs) to all the sources for that shit. That's I get you. I pitched it to Marcy to pitch. (laughs) Because she's writing more for Allure now. And I'm like, this seems like something Allure would want. Yeah. If they don't already have it. Yeah, definitely. And I know because it's Allure, though, I'm like, they're going to bust your ass with like all of the backup for that. Mm -hmm. Nope. I don't want to do it. They still owe me a check, so I'm not giving them shit. <laughs> I love that. I have a discovery kit for you. Which one was <gasps> it? Not on my person, but in my house. Oh, the Dior. <gasps> I'll bring it over. Oh, my God. Yeah, I set it aside. So packing and unpacking my fragrances. Did any of them break? No. Oh, that's good. I have never broken a fragrance in a move, wow. shockingly. Do you bubble wrap each one? I wrap them in crew neck sweatshirts. Oh, that's smart. But I'm very conservative about how many I wrap in one. So, like, they're protected. And Mm -hmm. those plastic moving bins, too, are a fucking godsend because they obviously can't collapse on themselves. Mm -hmm. So, as long as you don't overpack it Mm -hmm. and nothing's pressing down, you're going to be fine. And I packed three bins full of perfume. And I was like, maybe this is too much. Packing them took forever. Unpacking them took forever. I was putting them up on the shelf. It's not, I don't know. It's like, I think a lot about, obviously we talk a lot about like excess and not having too much and donating again. And I do, and I donated like six bags of brand new stuff before I moved. And I still unpacked all of these perfumes. And I was like, oh, this feels weird. But it's like, if I have one vice and collect one thing that does like directly relate to Uh my job, that's going to be okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it is as much decor as it is. 
Yes. You know, an accessory. To me, uh, I have started to liken my fragrance collection to my physical wardrobe. Oh, totally. Because every day is a new scent. Yeah. Or a new vibe that you wish to have a different scent for. Right. Well, in my last place, I had this big ass walk-in closet and I put them all on top of my Ikea dresser. Yeah. So they're, they're all crammed in there. And it was fine. It served its purpose, but you couldn't really see them and like mm-hmm. whatever. Now I have a big, <laughs> this podcast sponsored by Ikea, a big wall bookshelf. They're much more spread out and you can like see them and they're sort of like, they're like beautiful. So now it's, I actually can see what I have and wear mm-hmm. it and all that. And there's still a bunch of shit I need to get rid of because it's still too fucking I feel much, like but. every fragrance YouTuber has that classic glass bookcase yeah. with the glass shelves yeah. and all of the bottles are like kind of aesthetically arranged there here's it's always backlit yes there's always a two-faced mailer a, <laughs> sh- a chanel bag yep yeah um, always a chanel bag a tier of jeffree star lipsticks mm-hmm. like and so it's not that it's all perfume but yeah a lot of people ask me like how did you and i'm like i don't know i wrapped them uh-huh. don't take advice from me and how that to get would your be shit so made treacherous and like i'm trying to remember when i moved from my apartment my last apartment like five four or five years ago I definitely didn't have as many fragrances as I do now, yeah. but I was like, what the fuck did I do? Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to have a meltdown and get rid of like 75% of them at some yeah. point during yeah. the year. But I keep meaning to do like a sable liquidation yeah. day where I just take all of my beauty products samples that I just have hidden in little nooks of storage in my house that I cannot possibly use before I die. Yeah. And just having people come over one afternoon and be like, bring a bag and just take whatever you want. I have thought a lot about doing the same. Yeah. But I've, like I said, I've been purging and donating a lot of things. And I have a, a, my ki- my fucking kitchen, girl, has more storage in it than I've had in every apartment I've ever lived in accumulative. Wow. It's so, I have this like cupboard of skincare that I'm like, anytime someone comes over, yeah. I'm just going to be like, take whatever you want. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Moving. That's like the fun part of moving. Yeah. It's like before you fill it with crap yeah. and clutter. You're yeah. like, I have so much space. Well, it's also the fun part of doing what we do is being able to give shit away. Yeah. You know? I agree. Because you, you know I don't burn more you don't than like one candles. candle at a yeah. time, like ever. Or ever, just mm-hmm. burn candles, period. But I gathered up all these candles that I wasn't going to use and didn't want to move and brought them to work. And they were like, I don't know, 15. And I slacked my whole crew in a meeting. And I was like, hi, there's some candles out there. Like, go get them. And during a meeting, oh three God. of them got up and left. And I was like, okay, I didn't mean right now. Like, don't get my ass. Dude, office people love a free table. And they do. Every office needs one, I think. Yeah. That's kind of like a great community resource to just like swap things. Right, right. It's like Facebook Marketplace, but in your office. Yes. I mean, Allure obviously had a free table Yeah. just because we would get so much shit. And at the end of the day, the people from like the other sides of the departments who worked in like legal or like copy editing would always come by before they leave. That's funny. Stuff. That's, funny. That's so cute. Which is also kind of nice because it's it was the only way we'd really interact with other people that right. were in different departments because Condonass is so huge. Also, at some point in your career, any company, it's like the free shit is the only benefit of working there. You know what I mean? It's uh-huh. like, I should have got a raise three fucking years ago. I, I should have a higher title, but I have this blush. Yep. Like, <laughs> but I have this blender. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Although, in terms of like free swaggy stuff that you get that's unique and special, mm-hmm. I went to an OPI event, the nail polish brand this week, and they did a collab with Xbox where they did like their summer color collections for their controllers. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, do you have those available for press? And they were like, sure, we'll totally send you one. And I was like, yes. That's so funny. <laughs> so now I have two controllers for my Xbox One so I can have a friend come over. Because <laughs> I only had one controller. So I was like, well, no one can play with me. <laughs> Making beauty work for you. Making beauty work for you. That, did you I also get- like, what a fun, unexpected collab. 
like a, I don't know that I a agree. beauty brand plus Xbox. But the event seemed cool. The event was fun. I did bust my ass. It was a roller rink event. Yeah. I used to roller skate all the time when I was a kid. And I thought it was like riding a bike. And it's definitely not. It's definitely not. No. No. Falling down when you're an adult is so treacherous. <laughs> <laughs> and like the stakes are higher. So much higher. You kind of see people fall down and you're like, oh, that doesn't look bad. And then like you experience it. And I'm like, my whole body reverberated. <laughs> it's like, how was I the... felt my skeleton vibrating? Right. It's like, the how was the ground that much farther away? <laughs> Listen, so I'm like strong as I've ever been. But so I'm like, I I am in my 30s. I was doing yeah. push-ups this week. And I was like, what was that? <laughs> I remember one time tripping on a sidewalk not too long ago and then falling on my knee and then I scraped my knee and I was like, oh, okay, it's just like a little scrape. It's fine. And then 10 seconds later, blood just starts dripping down my knee. And I was like, come on, man. Like, like God damn Jesus. it. Jesus. And I was like in a deli. I was going to ask if they had a first aid kit or something because I was outside a deli. Yeah. And this woman just goes, are you in line? And I was like, woman, I am bleeding from the knee down. Right. Like, fuck off. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do we have a voice note? That's an excellent question. Hi guys, my name is Morgan and I'm a big fan of the pod and I had a question for you. Um, So with the Barbie movie coming out next month, I wonder what you guys think Barbie might smell like, both, you know, in the movie and as a doll. Love you guys. Thank you. I love that question. I knew you would. (laughs) I I mean, obviously. Thank you for that question. When is the movie out? July something. Okay, so soon. I'm so excited for it. I think it'll be fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of... I think it'll look I, great. And I think the cast is great. Unpopular opinion, apparently. I'm not a fan of Greta Gerwig, so... I don't know who that is. She's the writer and director I know, of but, like, aside from that... I've, like, never liked any of her films. I couldn't tell you a single one. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a bit like Girls, the feature film. Totally. It's giving that, and I'm just like, I saw it on TV. I don't need to see it on the big screen. I think Barbie will be good. Yeah, I do or think Barbie will be good. Fun. fun, yes. I mean, that cast. I think Issa Rae, Hari Neff, yeah. everyone else. Anyway, Barbie. Anyway, Barbie. Okay. What What do you think she would smell like in the movie and in as a doll? In my mind, they were one of the same. Yeah, same. I was thinking vinyl, plastic, and a little bit like that Play-Doh-y smell, mm. where it's like a little bit sweet, a little bit almost like frosting, mm-hmm. but something kind of synthetic about it. Okay, people keep telling me about the smell of Play-Doh, and yeah. I've apparently never smelled it. Because really? when I was little, I would oh, always right. make my own. Yeah. And oh. it's always smelled salty. Yeah. No, the Play-Doh TM is, it has a literal, its own scent. Really? Yeah. Probably like they to made cover a scent the, for it. Probably, the cov- probably yeah, to cover, to cover the, the scent yeah. of it. Probably because it actually smelled kind of bad. Yeah. Huh. So to me, I went a more fragrance route with it. I mean, I know it's sort of a gimme, but the Pink Bedroom by Marissa oh. Zappas is literally made yes. to smell not like a Barbie, yeah. but like a young woman's room mm-hmm. with like dolls and vinyl yeah. and blush and cat pee. So <laughs> it's... And it Why was the cat pee note included I, again? Because it's Marissa. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Are you going to her event? When is that? It's next Friday, yeah. Shit. Okay, good. The 17th. I need to note that. That, does, that is a perfect scent parallel to barbie she had another doll adjacent yeah. fragrance called lost mary jane it smells like i think it's like it's notes of like patent leather yeah. and like bubble gum and a soft powdery musky sweetness yeah so much of her, smells like dolls so much of her of her work is sort of like haunted dollhouse haunted dollhouse yeah. or like fun turning femininity on its head yeah. or something you know what i mean i'm probably not the one to critique that but 
a lot of it is that and I love it. It is kind of like all of the feminized sorts of concepts in one, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Done in a really interesting way that's almost a little cartoonish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I love that about it. I think she is the most important contemporary perfumer that wow. we have. I'll fucking say it. I'm not scared. He said contemporary. Yeah. Also, another scent that I have always, always, always thought smells like Barbie and it's discontinued and that's not my fault, so don't come for me, is, and I've said this before, Olive by KKW oh, and Kendall Jenner. It's discontinued. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sure all of you think that's a flop choice, but I had- I never the smelled it, but- they do have sophisticated scents. I love that, that. And I actually wore it this week because I unpacked my fragrances because I'm the only mm -hmm. person in the world who's ever moved. And <laughs> um, I, I put it on again. And I was like, God damn, it just smells. It just smells like a Barbie fresh out the box is all wow. I can say. Like that sort of really beautiful, sweet, plasticky mm -hmm. smell with like a not even I a like, floral. Yeah. Just, it's so good. I have an intellectual memory mm -hmm. of the scent of new Barbie. Mm. And it was very distinctly sweet, mm -hmm. like a sweet plastic smell. Because Cabbage Patch Kids had yeah. a smell too, mm -hmm. but that was more powdery, yep, yep, yep. more baby yeah. and yarn. Yep. And Barbie had a smell, but it was mm -hmm. sweet perfumed rubber. Yes. You know? Yes, exactly that yeah. perfumed rubber. Shout out to Barbie. I feel like she'd probably smell like that Kayali pink pepper diamond one. But without the like darkness to it. Yeah. I think it'd just be only pink. Because there is a little bit of like a rubberiness to that. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. There's yeah. like a You're little right. bit of like tire tread yep. in it. And it's just like so hot pink smelling. Mm -hmm. So maybe that. Maybe that. What perfume would burn? I feel like in the movie there will be a scene at her vanity where she has her like fake little lipsticks and stuff. I'm surprised. Oh, for sure. I'm yeah. surprised that there's not a Barbie fragrance collab yet for the movie because they fucking licensed it out to every other place. Yeah. Is the IP like public now? I think so. Yeah. Because remember it like two years ago, suddenly everyone had. Yeah. You know, who would you want to do a Barbie collab? Ooh, I feel like Marissa's office would do a fucking really good job. Like she would do the most interesting take on it. I think she would do like the Greta Gerwig take on it. Yeah. Yeah. That would make the most sense to me. Yeah, I see that. I feel like Scent Beauty would probably do it. Yeah, but they would not be, they would be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like something even more like Mark Jacobs deranged. Yes, Mark Jacobs would do a really yes, good Barbie. Or, yes, so. or like uh, Moschino or mm -hmm. Betsy Johnson. Oh, definitely Moschino. Um, yeah, something like yeah. that. Moschino's almost like two on the nose because they, they, I mean, fucking did a Barbie collection. Yeah. That I think about it. God, that made me think of those Anna Sui ice cream sundae fragrances that we cannot seem to get a hold of. <laughs> If anyone listening to this knows <laughs> who the fuck handles the Anna Sweet cupcake fragrances, why don't you send that our way? Yeah. Because everyone and their mother has sent us yes. the photos of the components, yeah. which are incredible. Yeah. And I'm like, we know. Like five people, they're like, send what do you think? Perfume. And I'm like, what do you mean? What do I think? Yeah. What kind of question is that? It's like, it almost doesn't matter what they smell like because yeah. it's not about the fragrance. That's it's true. about the component. It's it's almost like I already know what they smell like totally. just by looking at them. Totally but I want them. Mm -hmm. Against all everything I know about myself, I want them. Oh, I, think I want I'm, them. I'm like regressing. I, I am regressing as a person, I think. The other day I was in an Uber and I was wearing stretchy black flared pants, chunky Steve Madden sneakers, and a coach bag. <laughs> and I was like, who am I? <laughs> I feel like I am the 14 year old I wanted to be at 14. I love that. And now I'm just an adult with money, so no one can tell me no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And that's fine. Yeah. Everything really does come around. Well, regardless, it is cute. I love that. 
It's like a little past life regression. No, that's current life, actually. That's, that's just past self regression. <laughs> Sable. Yes. What do you smell like today? Speaking of what we were just speaking of, I unearthed this in my pile of beauty stuff. Mm-hmm. This was sent to me a while ago, actually. Yeah. It was yeah. the Le Monde Gourmand perfume line. Mm-hmm. They, they sell in Urban Outfitters. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they sell anywhere else, but you would recognize them for their small blocky rectangle bottles and then they're by Rado looking font yeah this one which they've always had to they've be fair. always had that's true these are the ones i told everyone were cancerous and are not so apologies <laughs> to the brand the brand is lovely <laughs> and fun and affordable Oops. it won't give you cancer yeah this one is i'm gonna say this wrong mais souffle i say this as a person who took french for many years but it's like m a i with the two dots not the one mm-hmm souffle and it is their from their gourmand collection and it's the one that's like popcorn themed so it's meant so to good. smell like popcorn well it's funny because isn't the entire collection gourmand yeah yeah but, but I it's see like in different mean. ways yeah they took an interesting spin it up because a i've never heard of a popcorn scent before but Neither i have fucking I. love popcorn so Same. much i cannot have a popcorn and not eat the entire thing in one sitting honey i can't stop i physically cannot stop myself i just love to chew yeah it's the smallness and the chewing and the satisfying mouthfeel. That yeah. and shrimp chips. I can't open a bag of shrimp chips and not finish them. <laughs> but May Souffle, they say, actually, no. You know what? I'm not going to tell you the notes. I'm going to say what I think. I'm going to give you an original thought. <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> it's like popcorn in a kettle corn way. I don't get salty movie theater smell. I get more like sweet and savory kettle corn a little bit because it's quite sweet. It's like vanilla-y and creamy and a little chocolatey almost and buttery. It's kind of like when snacks are corn flavored, which I don't think is a big US thing, but corn pops, if you like corn pops, it's like that type of corn interpretation. <laughs> but it's really sweet. You do smell a little bit like a dessert, but there's like the mysterious salty note to it that makes it, hmm, that's interesting. I think if no one told me this was popcorn, I would not have guessed that. But because I knew that it was popcorn, my mind automatically was like, oh yeah, this smells like popcorn but it's very delicious smelling. So I think you're right and also wrong. (laughs) No, everything you said is totally correct, but I really hate kettle corn because I'm sort of like, pick a side, (laughs) be sweet or be salty, make up your goddamn mind. But this to me leaned in my head. I chose to identify it Mm -hmm. as really salty and buttery and not a literal popcorn because that would be not. I don't think that would be that appealing. I don't think so either. Yeah. But it's getting there. Yeah. But you're right. Whether I want to admit it or not, there's a big sweet note, yep. a big vanilla note. Yep. It's very warm. But very on skin, you're like, oh, yeah, popcorn. But in perfume, it yes. makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. I like how salty and buttery it is because mm-hmm. I think it's just such a cool fucking idea. It and is. I like that it wasn't like a popcorn note. Like a lot of scents yeah. do. With, like they'll throw something weird in for the story. It's yeah. a popcorn fragrance. Yeah. I love it. I mean, it's called popcorn in mm-hmm. French. The only I thing, and I realize there are toilets, but... No, they're uh, parfums. Well, are they? Because <laughs> point, like, are they? <laughs> none of them last more than four hours on me. Yeah, they are all. The whole collection is like very light. Yeah, yeah. which is fine. Mm-hmm. But this and the one I like from this collection, I would want them to wear all day. So there's yeah. this one. There's there's a cotton candy one. Cotton candy one Sucre and de coton. a cola one and les soda pop. Which <laughs> that's the one I got really excited about. Yeah. Well, the the popcorn and the the soda one. Yeah. Because I think that is such a sick idea. And sure, there are notes of cola and other fragrances, but I want a Pepsi, Coke, perfume. I think it was like a pretty, it wasn't like overly soda-y, 
but they got that effervescence to it in the in the corn syrupy caramelly yeah. dark cherry depth yep. Yep. to it in a really yeah. really nice way i really yeah. really liked that mm-hmm. and again i just wanted it to be stronger yeah but you're right I, these are made to be lighter wearing yeah. scents all of their scents are very sophisticated i feel like they're marketed towards like a younger demo you have the biggest bruise on your arm uh because i fell down roller skating. oh my god yeah. <laughs> yeah my whole arm is just bruised Jesus because Christ. i busted my ass roller skating <laughs> shout out to that um, that's why i said it's really scary falling down on yourself <laughs> even though i'm only five two <laughs> <laughs> a far fall <laughs> but yeah no you're right they yeah. do take interesting takes on yeah they do really interesting things and i feel like they're geared towards like a mall i mean they are a mall brand yeah. they definitely sell at urban outfitters i don't know if they sell also at anthropology but it would make sense if they did because they're the same umbrella corporation yeah they've been at urban forever <clears throat> yeah mm-hmm. but they have everything is well it's called limon gourmand so yeah. everything is food themed yeah which is interesting that they released one that was called like zero 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 that's supposed to be a skin scent yeah i'm like keep that away from me but it just it's funny because it just smells like laundry detergent to me and i was like wow the term skin scent is completely subjective i think people aren't using it anymore i think because trends take about two years to trickle down to the mainstream a brand like this is going to start using it agreed to market like specifically to market because it was never a marketing term before mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no i really like it I, and i i also sort of last thing that i'll say about it is that i like that they're all about sweetness they have a lot of fun and they're yep. also not afraid to do a not one note fragrance but a sort of thematic thematic fragrance yeah, yeah and really sort of go for one mm-hmm. theme and idea and make it literal but also build it out artistically you know literal. exactly yeah, yeah. i think that's the perfect like we have yeah. to have brands like this yeah like they're not a demeter no, like not no, like that. Exactly. Where Demeter is a quite literal yeah. with their interpretations. But mm-hmm. this is just a really fun, light, I don't know. Yeah. And honestly, if they upped the percentages, which I know that's not their thing, but if they did yeah. and made us pay for it, I would. Yeah. You know? I mean, this is $25. The one ounce bottles are $25. Yeah. So they're very affordable. You know, if it burns off, just re- reapply it. Yeah. This is for the seven to 10 sprayers. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Require seven to 10 sprays to smell throughout right. the day. Right. <laughs> Tynan, what are you smelling today? As I was leaving the house today, I <laughs> say, well, this week has been beating my ass. So, no, uh, no it's, it's fine. Everything's fine. I just didn't have an idea of what I wanted to wear and, like, didn't really have the time to make up my mind. What am I talking about? I work from home today. Anyway, me, <laughs> me lying. Um, <laughs> I didn't know what I wanted to wear and I didn't really have time to put thought into it. So, I just worn something I haven't worn before. And I am wearing Ellis Brooklyn Salt. <gasps> Oh, I know you. You've had. This I have that time. one. I, I I really like it. I've not had it. Yeah. So here's what I'll say about it. It's definitely not a me scent. It's I remember I had the salt and sweet, and sweet counterpoints, and I gave you the sweet one. Yes, did you? Yeah. Yes, you did. That was like over a year ago. Oh yeah, it was forever ago. Yeah. But I had never worn this. I thought I would. It's not a me scent. Mm-hmm. It has two big components of things that I don't like. Mm-hmm. However, I think it's lovely. It's a lovely it's, scent. It's one of those ones that like yeah. okay, this isn't for me, but it's really yeah. nice to me. It is half soapy, like aldehydic, half white florals, Mm -hmm. two of those things which I don't really love. But then it's almost sent through a window of warm sunlight because it is really enjoyable. Mm -hmm. And it's not those caustic white florals and it's not so soapy that it feels sharp. Yeah. It's really plush and soft and it's just wrapped up in warmth and like really soft 
hot. It reminds me of when you have a day at the beach and then you shower mm-hmm. and then you like you wrap yourself in like a fresh, I don't know, cotton blanket mm-hmm. when you're like inside in the air conditioning. Yeah, there, I was going to say there's something about it that's yeah. like cool. Yeah. Like temperature wise, uh-huh. it's cool. Yeah. And it's just fresh and, and breezy yeah. and light. I really like it. I think yeah. it's great. Like, I don't like it for me necessarily. Yeah. I'm not going to run back to it, but I really enjoyed yeah. wearing it throughout the day. And I think this could be someone's favorite scent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kara, Definitely. Yeah. Karen and I were talking and she was, we were talking about Bubble Bath by Replica. And mm-hmm. she was like, I didn't like that. That's too much for me. Like, it was she, like very, it's like a bar of soap. Yes. Yeah. Like she loves Chanel number no. five, yeah. which is famously all aldehydes, but Bubble Bath is just soap. soap. Yep. And this is, I think, a good in between. Yeah, not even in between. It goes on the other side of Chanel number no. five as being even softer than that uh, mm-hmm. with more literal florals and everything. But yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Sovereign, it's good. It's, it's like I have it and I've kept it. I haven't let it go. Sure. But do I wear it ever? Right. No. <laughs> yeah. I could see it though. Yeah. But I have been really liking their bee scent. The honey one? Honey. You love that one. I love that yeah. one. Last summer I was in my honey mm-hmm. era. Mm-hmm. That one's different because it's there's something like like dark and almost like bourbony about it. Like caramelized. Yeah, yeah, really, like a caramelized. Really good. Really good. Boozy kind of honey. So and good. we can't mention that without mentioning vanilla milk. And vanilla which milk. Which I know is not for everyone, they but kind it is of work for me. well together. Oh, for it's sure. It's like an extremely bold move to make, but layering the two works really well together. Oh. Because they're both so strong. I want to wear vanilla milk tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I got an interesting new vanilla recently. I forgot which one it was. I did. Oh, well, we can't talk about it yet. Oh, Except right. some people have been yeah. putting out Instagram stories and tagging the brand. Yeah. See you in court. I wonder what that was about. I don't know. I'm like, girl. And then I like, I didn't check because I was too lazy because like, did they embargo that? I don't remember seeing a strict embargo, but I would have assumed so. Yeah. I mean, they especially don't want you to show a comp. Right. Like, they don't want to see that. Let the record show that we are following the rules. I don't know if that's a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) We are being respectful. We are being respectful, I guess. (laughs) We are always respectful. We got an interesting tag on the IG this week of someone who, and I'm kind of mad I didn't think about this myself, even though I don't have any tattoos, but... I fucking, I I have, go on. (laughs) Okay, so somebody tagged us in a photo. I feel like I should say their handle, because that would be polite. The handle of the artist is Spooky Vuitton. Is that the artist or the person? That's the artist. Oh. Spooky actually already followed me shout out to them she is a tattoo artist in cincinnati and her work is incredible i actually thought i was already following her but i was not but now i am if you live in cincinnati ohio or anywhere around there please go get tatted by her i would love to oh that's so cool cool? yeah so spooky tattoo spooky tattoo wow spooky vuitton as in louis vuitton tagged us in a photo of a tattoo she did oh did she tag us she tagged us yeah Ah, i didn't know that yeah that's how i thought she tattooed a bottle of Mugler oh, Angel on somebody. Sorry, I'm And it looks so fucking good. Sable just said, as I was screaming over her, that yeah. she tattooed a bottle of Mugler Angel. She also, if you go back, she has all these flash options that are <gasps> tattoos. Spooky, come to New York and tattoo me. It made me immediately think, oh, she also did a Chanel number no. five. Yeah. I think there's a lot of Chanel number no. five tattoos out there in the world, if, if Google is correct. <laughs> Anyone who can tattoo just glass yeah you know in like de- decanters yeah. and bottles and and really get that dimension and transparency that's so hard mm, delicious <laughs> so sable started thinking 
I searched around and there's a lot of people who have not just an artistic perfume bottle, but specific fragrances tattooed on them. And of course, immediately I thought of you because you have Curious by Britney Spears tattooed on you. <laughs> yes, I do. Was that one of your first ones? No. Okay. This was, that was at the point where I sort of stopped caring if they were visible or not. Mom, yeah. turn this off. Um, <laughs> I think it was like 31. It's huge. It's not huge. It it's pretty it big. Is, it is. It's it very is. large. Yeah. But this was the first one that I got below the t-shirt line. Oh. I was like, well, I guess I'm tattooed now. <laughs> but yeah, I've got a bunch of tattoos. I think I have 20 yeah. tattoos. And when you look at Wait, me... Wait, are they only on one arm? They're on my all on my left side. Why? Um, I don't know. Wow, I didn't extreme, realize that. I'm yeah. a very extreme person. Yeah. When you look at me, yeah. you don't. I don't really give 20 no. tattoos. Even shirtless, I don't really. And none of no. them are like all that small. Anyway, but... Yeah, Curious was one that, I, me making this episode mm-hmm. immediately just about me. Um, I got it, I don't know, 2018, I think. And it just sort of dawned on me. Like, I'd wanted a perfume tattoo, but like, what am I going to get? Mm-hmm. I didn't want Chanel number no. five. I didn't want the Andy Warhol of Chanel number no. five. I was like, what? What is this? Like, how am I going to land this plane? Like, how do you also, how do you tattoo glass? Like, this and that like what's yeah. the shape i don't want a square on me but yeah. i don't, also don't want it to be a generic bottle right and then it has to be an interesting bottle and then i was like i know just the thing yeah so it sort of like encapsulated my yeah. love of pop music and fragrance and everything oh. all in one and yeah it was it was just perfect i don't know so it's here. so you it's like the most you thing about you it is <laughs> and it's funny because it's also one of those things that it's like if you know you know yes absolutely i'm sure like do people come up to you and they're like is that Curious yeah. by Bernie's me. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it'll be a lot of like looking at my arm and then yeah. be like, wait. <laughs> so, yeah. That's so funny. I got the I got the tattoo the weekend of Kara's wedding. Really? Do you remember that? Yeah, because I met you what? guys at Mall of yeah. America with like a bandaged <gasps> arm. Oh my god, wow. God. History. Oh. Feels like eighty <laughs> lifetimes ago. It feels like it. It truly does. Fuck. Now she has a two year old child. I know. Who knows how to say orbs. And I'm still gay. <laughs> Like, what have I done with my life? And then I started, like, looking. I was like, I don't know why I never thought. I think because I just don't think of tattoos because I don't have any myself. And I just never think of them for myself. I was like, wow, actually, a lot of people have fragrances as tattoos. (laughs) So I started thinking, Uh which is never a good thing. (laughs) And perfume and tattoos share a lot of similar history. Yes. Because they've been around. They've both been around for centuries. Mm Mm-hmm almost longer than we have recorded history they both started in some ways we think as religious rituals or rites or symbolism and we have more of a history with perfume than we do with tattoos but in 1871's descent of man by charles darwin flop did his research i know he said (laughs) that there's no country in the world that has not practiced tattooing or some form of body decoration. Mm-hmm. It's believed that the art started in South America when people would originally decorate their body with scars, which people yeah. still do today, yeah. but less Scarification. so. Yeah, and so sap obviously came from like plants, was rubbed into wounds to prevent bleeding and obviously causing the scar to discolor, yeah. which was sort of like the precursor to tattooing itself. And um, I didn't know this, but the earliest evidence of tattoos come from these clay figurines that had their bodies and faces adorned with tattoos or markings of tattoos. And these figures were recovered from tombs in Japan dated back to 5000 BCE. And that to me is like, were they tattoos or were they just like war paint? Or yeah, what? was it just was like soot or something? Yeah, right. pigment. 
but then. Hmm. In more recent history, the oldest known human to have tattoos on their actual skin was a mummified person that was from the Bronze Age around 3300 BC that was found in a glacier near the border of Austria and Italy. And this person had 57 tattoos, which is more than I do. <laughs> so yeah, I just like thinking, oh, and also in Egypt, it said that only women had tattoos and they oh. were sort of done in their abdomen and below their boobies boobs and <laughs> on their upper thighs and it was sort of said to be some sort of ritual around like childbirth hmm. and things like that so it's always been sort of okay a rite of some sort mm. as has perfume because as we know it started with incense yep and then oils oils in egypt again 3000 bc it was like only egyptian priests would have liquid perfumes which then went to the lay people they would soak themselves in the oils to perfume themselves yada yada so i, I think there's a lot of parallels there Okay. Stuff you put on your body. But then, do you think of technology enhancing? Yes. Chemistry enhancing, perfumes getting more obviously available to be created and made and manufactured runs in parallel with the advent of the modern tattoo gun. So it's like, I feel like the two categories have always been neck and neck. Wait. Perfume guns and... Tattoo guns and manufactured perfumes. I said perfume guns. Wow. (laughs) I was like, how do they mix? (laughs) perfume gun imagine in this country <laughs> yeah right Eek. well i thought of a, of course acro ink because that's like based on the scent of tattoo ink mm-hmm. and that's probably the closest i've gone to smelling it you know viscerally experiencing anything to do with tattoos yeah i do think there's absolutely this connection a parallel between them because there are two things that you know go on or in your skin yeah that have come from rituals and have always been with us Mm-hmm. So seeing a person like me with a fucking perfume yeah. bottle tattooed on their skin, it's like, oh, well, you really killed two birds there. You know? <laughs> it's truly literal. Also, it's like, to me, I think of it as like fan art almost. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes sense to me how you said you didn't want it to be like a boring shape bottle, just like a square. Yeah. Like it should be an interesting shape bottle. So. Or it can be, you know, it can be. Yeah. But. I'm just picturing like a bottle of Tommy Girl. <laughs> Clinique happy. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it exists. It must somewhere. Fully. I feel like it's almost parallel to that rule of if you can think about it, it's a fetish. Like, if you can think about it, it's a tattoo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. If it exists, there's porn of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't else. know if this is fake, but Drake has a Drakkar Noir. No, perfume. that's real. Oh, is it real? That's fully real. And I, I low-key so think funny. that's like the best one. That's such a Drake tattoo a, to get. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And then I saw this Killian one that, to me, looks like a temporary tattoo. That's got to be temporary. It's got to be. It's the original logo that says, in big block font, I don't need a prince by my side to be a princess. I hope no one got that tattoo. Yeah. And then underneath it just is Killian in, like, the Killian logo font. I'm like, this looks like a temporary tattoo to me. It's it's too bright and too, like, yeah. Yeah. And then online, I saw somebody had a Giorgio Armani C bottle tattooed on them. (laughs) I was like, that's very specific. Yeah, I'm going to keep my opinions to myself. Lot, lot of Chanel number no. fives, classic choice. Part of me feels like the Chanel number no. five bottles are people who don't actually wear perfume, but like the idea of perfume. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like there could not be a more classic perfume yes, or true. perfume bottle to think yeah. about. So I get it. Yeah, but it's funny because even today I feel getting tattooed and wearing perfume mm-hmm. are like rituals in their own rights. You know what I mean? 
Not to yeah. everyone, perhaps. Tattooed for sure. I think there's also because of its permanence, there's mm-hmm. so much more significance and culture around it. Although I think at a certain point, if you have like enough tattoos, you just aren't that precious anymore. Totally. It's like, I want a salami. Yeah. But I mean, that makes sense too. It's like, why not? Uh, I wouldn't get someone's name tattooed on me. I would. Who cares? <laughs> I love a name tattoo. <laughs> I get my own name tattooed. <laughs> I get your name tattooed on me. <laughs> like, it's me. <laughs> so I never forget. Like in Memento, in case I get amnesia. <laughs> but, you know, if not perfume itself, is still very ritualistic in churches, sure. in the home, mm-hmm. anywhere. Yeah. So they've always run parallel to yeah. each other, which I think is pretty cool. I wonder if they'll ever come out with scented tattooing. I hope not. Or like not. scented tattoos. Sounds- I don't know how that would ever work, but... I remember interviewing a tattoo artist for GQ a few months Did ago. It, wasn't it Dr. Wu? No, it was Bang Bang. Bang Bang, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Me, a person with no tattoos. I don't know why they assigned me that article, but he didn't invent. He just helped develop this UV light sensitive tattoo ink that you could basically make disappear or appear with UV or white light, which was kind of interesting. The pigments were light activated or light sensitive. So it's not a UV tattoo, right? Not the ones that glow. No, 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 no. It doesn't glow. But like if you have a UV flashlight, yeah. you can turn it on or off. That's fucking crazy. Which is cool. But what was interesting was that he developed it with these scientists at, I think, the University of Colorado. Okay. And they were originally developing the technology as a sun protection tattoo. So if it turns a certain color, that means you should reapply your sunscreen. Oh. Yeah. Which is like kind of neat, actually. That's like yeah. a commitment to the SPF. They called it like a sun freckle because it would just be like a dot. Oh. Like, you don't need a big thing. Like, as long as... You, if you see the dot, then, like... You get, like, a giant cross. <laughs> the Lord is telling me to reapply. It just says reapply. <laughs> yeah, right. Have you heard, and no shade in all respect to any listeners that have these, but the ephemeral yes, tattoos... Yes, They're, like, not going There's away. There's one in Williamsburg. Yeah, and they're... they So, ephemeral <gasps> tattoos... Oh, yeah, they're meant to fade after what? How long? They say, like... Six to 12 months, one to two years, depending okay. on who you talk to. Yeah, same. they Specific- said the same thing about my microblading, and look what's still there. <laughs> yeah, but like, these bitches are not fading. Oh my God, that's so funny. Yeah, that's, that's, that oh, sucks. I think one of our friends has one. Is it fading a little bit, like eventually, or is it just like crisp as ever? I, there's a lot of people who are like, pissed. so I just got a tattoo, period. There's a part of me that's like, tattoos should be permanent. <laughs> I remember getting a marketing PR email about it. Mm-hmm. And okay, this might not be the brand's initiative, but the way it's marketed, they're like, Gen Z loves to experiment, but maybe they don't want permanent things. So to keep up with trends, have a temporary tattoo or semi-permanent tattoo. And I just found that so disrespectful to the tattooing community, Mm -hmm. which again, I don't know a ton about, but I know that there's, you know, respect in the culture and especially for the fact that a person who's covered head to toe to the gills with tattoos Mm -hmm you are in a way cutting your not cutting yourself off from society but like you're limiting yourself of how far you can progress in mainstream society because people see neck tattoos and they may they may not want to hire you for a job or they may have stigmatized notions of like what that means of what type of person you are i disagree with that but i hear no, no, no. what you're saying i hear what you're saying. i don't believe in that yeah. i'm just saying that that's a thing in mainstream culture i think the conversation has changed drastically within drastically the last 10, now. 15 years yeah. also i think if you are someone with a neck tattoo which is not out of the question for me you were not probably like applying to be an entry-level accountant you know what i mean and like i know a lot of people in very white collar jobs Mm -hmm. white collar like office jobs yeah yeah that are tatted yeah but now now the stigma is way lessened in america but also they probably didn't get all those tattoos at 18 exactly although some of these girls are (laughs) like 
Like in Asia, like tattoos are still highly stigmatized. Yeah. Visible tattoos. You can't go to certain onsens in Japan. Right. Tattoos. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. My, you have to make sure like you're at the tattoo allowing one. A couple of my girlfriends are just, just telling yeah. me that because they just went over to mm-hmm. hang out for a while. Because they associate them with like gangs. Mm. So, but Famously, yeah. I'm not a gang. Um. <laughs> I just remember friends of mine who are in like the hardcore punk scene who had all their fingers and like knuckles tatted that they're like, yeah, it's kind of a rite of passage mm-hmm. to have strongly visible tattoos like up to your face well they call tattoos on the top of your palm job stoppers which is a word that i hate but like i get it that yeah that's like that's where it came from yeah yeah (laughs) job stoppers terrible why was that the term they came up with no idea is it supposed to be like gobstopper i have that's so funny yeah i think like you get to a certain place in your career career especially if you're like a creative professional well yeah career dependent of course but it's like I could probably get whatever I want tattooed on me now and it wouldn't fucking matter. That's true. Face aside, which I would never do, look at me. But... (laughs) Yeah, I technically have a face tattoo. (laughs) Yeah, fair. Fair. I mean, I guess New York is not not different. It is, of course, very different. But when I was still in Madison, you know, it's a college town. And so there are... I'm The place is swarming with 18-year-olds and the girls are tattooing their face. Wait, what? The girls are tattooing their face and their neck. I saw multiple babies and I, not that I, like i hung out on campus but in madison it's sort mm-hmm. of like all one thing multiple young people and not to make myself sound like an old hag but with one or more face wow. tattoos and i'm like yo i know okay. post malone has these and you love him but like he's a multimillionaire i can't wait for what the elderly gen z generation is gonna look like probably better than it's us it's gonna be really cool yeah, yeah. yeah like i'm just picturing grannies with hot neon pink hair totally and, like orange <laughs> And then what's the generation after them going to look like? What is the generation after Gen Z? They're all going to have like fucking eight legs. Do they have a name yet? I don't know. Is it Alpha? It might be. Because don't you go back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Why did it start at like Gen X? I think it started at Gen X. Probably because it sounded cool. Yeah, probably because it sounded cool. But then they didn't go like, why? We're not Gen Y. We're millennials. (laughs) Make up your minds, people. Generations (laughs) are made up. Anytime there's generational feuds, I'm like, this is made up. This is propaganda. Also, anytime (laughs) someone identifies, like, I know I'm a millennial, obviously, but, like, anytime someone identifies too closely and makes it too much a part of their personality, I'm like, shut up. Like, get a new idea. What are you, a walking BuzzFeed quiz? Okay, what other fragrance tattoos would you get? What I get? Yeah. What would you get? A girl with no tattoos. I'm mad that I didn't think of the Mugler Angel tattoo because that is the perfect shape. It's really fucking good. Not that the only shape, though. But it's such a good shape. It is. And and it's so, it's like the perfect mix of like a great shape. All the Mugler bottles are great shapes. Yeah. Alien, even like the the flanker Angel Muse, it looks like a little alien ship mm-hmm. that one i love too but it has the star like i love the mugler star i think the idea of getting a brand's logo on you is really cringe but mm-hmm. like i do love that star i'll give you that that's a little different yeah you know mm-hmm. i think mark jacobs bang would be a really cool yeah. one what it would be kind of funny if someone got like i buy radio bottle because they're so recognizable but they just like had a word or you know how like many graphic designers just have the outline of a square i feel uh-huh. like the burrito bottle with no word on it whatsoever mm-hmm. would be kind of funny that would be really Someone has to have that tattoo. Totally. They're definitely burrito tattoos. Do you think? I think so, for sure. You know what's interesting? Again, this is another thing. I'm like, I wouldn't do this because I, I don't think I want to get my first tattoo at a flash tattoo event. But DS and Durga does a lot of tattoo flash events with Minka Sickler. Mm-hmm. And they have, you know, a menu of tattoos a based flash. on their scents. And they're all really good. Really? There's the one that was for Debaser that's an eyeball. It's an eye with like a knife cutting through it. Yeah. 
which looks so fucking cool. That's cool. Yeah. I would obviously do that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Acro did a flash tattoo event for oh, Inks, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I did not get a tattoo there, but I it was hosted at a tattoo shop. I don't know that I need a flash tattoo at a fragrance event. No. I mean, I know that's very... I think that's for people who already have a lot of tattoos. Or no tattoos. Yeah, I wouldn't want to have to explain it. That's the thing. I hate explaining myself so much. And when you have tattoos, that's all you have. That's all you fucking do about it is explain shit to people. You're like getting close to someone, then like they they like point at like I don't. When did you get that? I don't feel like that's true. That about? I feel like if there's only one, then yes. But like Mm -hmm. me, I've always got a couple hanging out. No one, they just no one really are like. No one's been like. I mean, okay, a butterfly is pretty self. They like compliment them holistically, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I guess when I was at a show, when I was at the Muna show, not this week, a month ago, they were like, "I love your like BMW tattoo." Mm -hmm. Thanks. Occasionally, I'll see someone with like a Mac Miller tattoo like that, and I was like, "Okay, Mm -hmm. word." And then like this one, my dad, people like, they know it's a BMXer, but I think most people think of the motorcycle. So that, I, I get a lot of questions about that one. Mm. But yeah, most of them you can't, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I just thought of a cool bottle shape to get tattooed. What? The Calvin Klein Euphoria bottle. Which one is that? It almost looks like an infinity symbol. It's oblong and long. Oh, yeah. Th- that's the woman one though. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. I don't know what the men's one looks like. Uh, it's taller. Okay. Um, but that one, I'm like, oh, that's a cool bottle shape. Vera Wang Princess. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The faceted heart. Mm-hmm. That's so cute. Mm-hmm. Lolita Lempica. Lolita Lempica, yes. The Any apple. orb shape, of Any course. Any orb. <laughs> oh, my God. A Bond number nine bottle. <laughs> Not no. Not no. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel like there are so many obvious ones. That one that you hate. Oh, my God. Carolina Herrera, bad girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> good girl gone bad. What the fuck is that called? Good girl. It's just good girl. Good girl. Yeah. Ugh. I love how much you hate that one. It's so... Ah, it's so cringe. Yeah. That's the only way I can think about it is that it's just so cringe. What do you like about it? It's the shape of the bottle. It's that exaggerated Jessica Rabbit high heel. Yeah. And I think that bottle has won awards, which from a design standpoint, and it is very impressive, but like it just to me looks so cheap. The name with the bottle is so cheesy. Because I really like the bottle. It's giving sugar baby. Yeah. I really like the bottle. The name with the bottle I could do without. Yeah. Oh my God. Cloud. Cloud. Yeah. <gasps> I already have a cloud tattooed on me, but not not the bottle. With the base. No, not the bottle. But you, no, no, no. Like if you got a tattoo, it would oh, have yeah, to be you'd the bottle have to, in you'd the have cloud to. shape base. Totally, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that would be a great one. My parents are disowning me as I listen to it. <laughs> I mean, at this point, it's like you already have so many. Like that's what's, true. What's one more? You're like you made me, and that's the extent of the control you have. Now you made a sentient person deal with it growing up i feel like i had like very few rules yeah. they sort of like let me be like a free spirit yeah <laughs> shock i had so many rules the only rules i had for me is like you must graduate college and no mm. tattoos and i'm like well one out of two ain't bad yeah. really no tattoos okay my mom hates tattoos oh, wow. i think my dad secretly thinks they're cool but see that's why they weren't united on that front that's so. true <laughs> you sensed it you're like i will go to college but <laughs> Yeah, my parents are pretty adamant about college, too, because yeah. they did not. Well, my dad didn't go to college, but my mom went to FIT, which I te- technically is college. Isn't you get a college? degree. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I don't know. I think at the time, the perception was that it was more like a trade school. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But um, it's in the SUNY network, so yeah. it's, it's a college. Yeah, my parents didn't go to college, but I did. Not that you'd ever know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, not that I've ever used my degree. No one's ever asked to see it either. It's not like I've applied for a job and they don't give a shit. That's the thing. Yeah, it's on my resume, but I've also never used my resume in like 15 years. I should start saying I went to Harvard. Yeah. Fuck this. No one will check. No one will no check. One. You can put Forbes 30 under 30 in your profit. No one will know. I mean, I think the Harvard thing would be pretty transparent with me, but yeah, <laughs> Forbes 30 under 30, who cares? I mean, I've known people who love to let everyone know they've went to an Ivy League and mm. are so 
suspiciously dumb that like, I'm like, how did you? Are you sure? Thirty percent of the guys who work out at Equinox have these crewnecks, and all they say is just like Dartmouth, Ugh. and I'm like, grow up, yeah, <laughs> like, move on. We don't care. We're gay. Even people I know who like go to their high school reunions are called. I'm like, move on. Cringe behavior. Cringe behavior. You think I want to re-traumatize myself? Yeah. Please. Unless this is the beginning of a murder mystery. Yeah. Don't bother. <laughs> Flower bomb. Mm, that is a bottle. Can I show you what I did? Yeah. I sort of already showed you, but I'm not much. I'm cutting this out because I'm going to get dragged to fucking hell for it. I'm not much of a rainbow flag guy. Obviously, I'm gay <laughs> as the day is long, and I am very happy and proud about that. I just think the rainbow flag is ugly. Sorry. <laughs> It's giving Rudy Biv. The trans community got it right. That flag is beautiful. Thematically, aesthetically, it that is more flag pleasing. Is pleasing to I the will eye. say. But on this shelf, I did a rainbow gradient of bottles. Aww. Isn't that so pretty? You want to die? <laughs> I do. I like that they're jewel tone. I know. It's like a jewel tone rainbow. It's a nice, like, full. Yeah, it's not Rudy Biv. Yeah. Every time I kind of see the pride flag on things, I think of like a school, like a children's school, because of the rainbows everywhere. Yeah. The progressive flag is better. Once you get the brown and black and the, oh, the, the trans yeah, colors, yeah, it's like yeah. a little like, it's just hard on the eyes. It's a rainbow. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Anyways, love is love. Um, <laughs> Happy Pride. Just kidding. <laughs> Remember when Mugler came out with that Pride collection? Oh, and then yeah. And you got excommunicated from Yeah, them? they fucking beat my ass about it. Oops. Uh, that Whatever. was very funny. It was pandering. That was many, many years ago, to be clear. We love Mugler, present day. <laughs> I was like 2017 or 18, because I was at Allure then. And they sent them, and I was like, what? Oh, you know what? It yeah. was 18, because I remember what apartment I was in. Yep. I do think that brands have finally gotten the hint that if you're going to engage mm-hmm. in the pride of it all, which I still think is a choice to be made, that you have to give back. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, Even then, it feels a little transparent. Uh, yeah, it does, but... Thanks I don't know, for the money. It's sort of like a damned if you do, damned if you don't thing. Totally. Like, you know? Yeah. Anyway. So I was like, we have to end this we episode. We have to end this episode. <laughs> okay, we well, simply yeah. must. <laughs> you can find us on instagram we're at smellulator.np3 you can leave us five stars on apple podcasts and spotify leave us a nice little comment on both please thank you you can go to our website smellulator.live we have our merch there where you and we also have the smellulator hotline where you can leave us a little voice note i am at sabletooth tigra i am at tiny buck and until next time we'll smell, smell you later, later.